Hello and welcome to the Banker podcast series, Banking Under Pressure, exploring how the financial services industry is coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. In this series, the Banker's editors are interviewing industry experts from around the world to gather insights and advice on specific challenges, best practices and innovations that can help banks and their customers manage through these tough times. I'm Kimberly Long, Asia Editor of the Banker, and I'm speaking with Jan Bellens, Global Banking and Capital Markets Sector Leader at EY. Thanks for joining me today, Jan. Thank you, Kimberly, for having me. Great. So from your perspective, uh, you've been seeing a lot of what's happening with the banks globally and um, specifically what's taking place in Asia. So what have you seen the Asian banks in particular experience so far during the COVID-19 pandemic? Oh, thanks, Kimberly. And uh, we, you know, we we put our uh, we put this overall team of uh, the response to the pandemic in the context of the now, the next, and the beyond. Um, and uh, as uh, as you point out, the Asian banks are a bit further down uh, in terms of getting, hopefully, to the next and the beyond uh, the pandemic. Um, and a lot of the uh, Western banks uh, that have operations in Asia had some good learnings from how the Asian banks and their Asian operations have responded uh, to the pandemic. The, the first one is, of course, uh, keeping your employees uh, safe and making sure that they can work from home. Um, and that has gone uh, well in, in Asia. Um, you know, the banks were quite well equipped equipped from a technology perspective to get uh, most of their staff to work from home at uh, at relatively short notice. Um, Asian banks also had the advantage, uh, if we could say that, that uh, there were quite a lot of learnings from the SARS uh, virus in 2003 um, that, that had helped them probably in their uh, operational resilience uh, plans. The second dimension uh, where there's a key learning, of course, is making sure that your customers get access to financial services and financial products. And again, that um, has has worked well. Um, of course, we see some increased um, volume in in areas such as the call centers or or other other domains. But overall, um, you know, if you look at the operations perspective, both for employees and customers, um, the Asian banks have done well, and I think the European and U.S. banks um, have have taken some learnings from how to how to how to make that work. Hmm. And looking towards those Western banks now, is there anything that they can learn from the experiences of the Asian banks into modifying their own business operations, maybe at this time, to best serve their customers through the pandemic? Yes, and and that is uh, already already happening, I, I believe. So, of course, you know the the return to work in Asia. Uh, given the timeline we're we're under is a bit uh, is a bit sooner there so uh, you know uh, certainly places like china and hong kong are mostly uh, back to uh, back back to physical uh, physical workspace although uh, working from home is still very much encouraged uh, and i think uh, certainly in the entire 
return to the physical office space, so to speak, uh, there's quite a lot of learnings that European and US banks are taking from, uh, from the Asian banks uh, at this stage. And that has to do with how to make sure you keep social distancing uh, at office, how to make sure you still uh, protect your employees while uh, gradually opening uh, your offices. Um, you know, and uh, and so on. I think what's keeping the Asian banks at the moment and Asian operations mostly busy, um, and which we are starting to see also in Europe and in the US, is is a uh, is a is also a look back exercise. So, you know, if you look back at the last few months, you know what has worked well, uh, what has worked not so well. What are the things that we can uh, that we have to improve to make sure that we stay uh, operationally resilient, but also looking forward, what's what are some of the practices that have worked well and that we can keep? And then we're looking in particular at, you know, actually an, an overall increased work from home uh, percentage, uh, right? Um, the working from home in the banking space has worked overall very well. So does that mean that we can now um, you know, have a higher percentage of 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 people working from home. Uh, can we, over time, reduce our office space um, and and perhaps again look at our location strategy? And also on a customer front, you know, we've seen customers react um, to this crisis also very well. They have. Uh, they have moved quickly to uh, digital and online banking. They have started uh, to use online and cashless payments more. Again, you know, what are some of the, if you look back, what are some of the weaknesses that we've seen uh, and can we get them fixed? But then also, again, looking forward, what is some of that customer behavior that we can actually sustain and that we can react to? You know, can we can we have, you know, can we optimize our branch uh, network strategies, um, and and what does it mean for our payments business, where, uh, you know, the uh, certainly online and contactless payments percentages um, are likely to to keep up uh, if, um, if if uh, the services are to be believed. Mm. And considering those changes now that have come into place during lockdown. What are the data trends to look for in Asia as they emerge from lockdown? Well, I think the key data trends, um, I, I think, is is mostly what has to do with um, how um, how the economy is going to react. One thing we haven't spoken about yet, Kimberly, is uh, and 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 that's very much top of mind for uh, the European and uh, U.S. banks at the moment is. What is the overall economic fallout from the crisis and how does that affect the bank's uh, lending books? Um, and, and those are, of course, um, very important topics for the C-suite and for the boards of the banks. Um, and that's also top of mind for governments who have to restart the economy and are pumping uh, trillions of dollars into the economy, sometimes with the uh, with the transmission mechanism of of the commercial banks. So I think that is a really uh, key component to watch. And and again, there we can learn from what is happening in Asia, where on the supply side, 
you know, you know, industries have gone back, uh, have gone back to work. Um, and, you know, for example, China is probably back on the supply side to almost full capacity. Um, a big question will be what is happening to uh, consumer demand uh, in in specific industries and what is happening to business confidence again in specific industries and I think that's is very much uh, top of mind right now of governments and and the banks um, you know obviously certain sectors have been dramatically hit um, uh, aviation uh, tourism uh, hospitality oil and gas uh, others have done reasonably well, but I think a lot of attention will focus on how, uh, uh, what will the recovery and revival uh, look like. And to some extent, um, Europe and the US uh, can learn from the Asian banks, but there's also some uh, mixed effects because obviously uh, Asia is a very export-driven economy. So uh, the Asian experience to some extent is also still what is happening on a global basis. Uh, and some of the, uh, in particular, the export demand in Asia might be subdued because of the fact that this is actually a global pandemic, uh, as we know. And, and so there's some some mixed effects that, that are coming into play. Uh, but certainly, uh, as we've seen from the results of the, the banks across the world and uh, recently across US and Europe, uh, the banks have taken uh, significant credit provisions to uh, uh, expecting that, that uh, certain sectors will be hit quite dramatically in terms of their economic uh, performance. Okay, well, that's really interesting overview there, Jan. So thank you very much for joining with me today. Thank you, Kimberly. And you can keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and Acast and following our discussions at thebanker.com slash podcasts.